Welcome to Design and Style Visibility Stories. Design and Style is a podcast for designers by designers with co-hosts Dixie Willard from Dixie Willard Design and Rachel Moriarty from Rachel Moriarty Interiors. The Design and Style Visibility Stories are brought to you today by the Design and Style Visibility Lab. The Visibility Lab is the only membership group that focuses on the latest strategies and tools to help you get more visible while showcasing your specific brilliance. We've got weekly online office hours with both of us, monthly topics, in-depth worksheets, and exclusive monthly trainings. Today on Visibility Stories, we have Albie Buobang. Albie's passion for decoding spaces is the culmination of nearly a decade of retail, visual merchandising, and freelance marketing. Albie used her experience of space design and storytelling to launch a concierge shopping and online interior design service, in addition to a curated bi-monthly home decor subscription box, Decor Discovery. As both a designer and a decor stylist, she specializes in connecting fellow creatives with beautiful pieces and functional design to transform their ordinary spaces into extraordinary dreamscapes. With her exceptional eye for online redesigns and vignette styling, Albie has had the honor of working with dozens of busy creatives and influencers in their fields all over the country through the power of online interior design. Albie, I'm so excited. So we finally got to meet you in person. I was despite my horrific I am the worst at giving directions I'm the worst at giving directions in a place that I don't know where I am so somehow you made it to us to the panel at at market and it was so exciting to get to see you give you a hug hear you talk about your your um e-design business and I don't know I'm just I'm just excited and you've got such a well, great smile it's always so nice here. Oh, thank you. And I'm already like kind of, I have the market bug, so I'm already you know, <laughs> sat down with his work calendar because he has two sets of jobs, so to speak. Right. So we had to sit there and like coordinate, like, okay. You're like, <laughs> I have to sit in another market this year, yeah. <laughs> like for a real amount of time. So, but it was great. Just even that snapshot was like perfect. Perfect. I got the bug. I'm ready for the next one. Yeah, we're so happy you made it out. Uh, it was a perfect opportunity. You're so amazing at everything. You know, we love to watch how you utilize all the tools that were, uh, well, we were, LB was on the design network, uh, e-design panel with us. Mm -hmm. And um, you, were, you, were an, you were an amazing panelist. And I before that though, she caught our eye. Oh, her! Yeah. All of the stuff she does on the design networks with the, their tools, their room styler, and all of that. And so she did a webinar for us to show us how to use that. But I think that, I mean, and it's because it's one of those things that's duh to someone, but then to <laughs> someone else, it's like mm -hmm. what? Right. So, yes. It was great. Just and I, I get people DM me, or I guess personal message me, and ask me about it, and I'm just like, sure, let's do it. Like, let's. I will happily show you how to do this. So it was great being able to do it like in front of a bunch of people at once. So that was really awesome. Yes. Thank you. I want to back up though, because your story starts. Your visibility story when it comes to okay, we we just got to meet you at market. You got to be on a panel in front of a couple hundred people. And who knows how many other people have seen the panel online at this point. How we got to know you, you had actually taken a break because you needed. I decided to take a year off social media. 
um, just to quiet the noise and really get some clarity in my personal life, but definitely in my business. So that was like no Twitter, no Facebook. Well, in terms of like personal Facebook, mm-hmm. no Instagram. Um, I didn't do like Snapchat, <laughs> any of those. So I don't, I don't even know that. <laughs> right, right, right. And, um, just to really kind of hit reset and really kind of get clear on how I was showing up in my business um, as a brand and also challenge myself. And that's why I called it like a one-year challenge because if I'm not doing these things that I think I'm supposed to be doing, how are people going to find me? I have an online business, but I'm not online. Um, So that's kind of hand-in-hand when I decided to launch my YouTube channel because I know YouTube and Pinterest are search engines. So if people are like how to or whatever, they can find me there. So I got real uncomfortable, launched the YouTube channel. I started learning all these Pinterest strategies, started learning, well, not learning, but getting better at actually using my email list and back to blogging. And just doing those things gave me such like, a whole new way of approaching my business, how to talk to my people, who my people were, where they were. And it just ended April 1st, ironically on April Fool's Day. Um, (laughs) And it was a fast year, but it was like the best thing that I could have done for myself, hands down. So what what was the thing that surprised you the most about taking that time for clarity? Um, how much I wasn't really missing. Um, yes, there were, you see all these like new features come out on like Instagram and Facebook. You see people doing all these things and you're like, oh, especially me as a tinkerer. Oh, I want to get my hands on that. Um, but really I wasn't missing out on that much. Like I, I got, I was really purposeful what I was going to do. So I kept using Facebook groups, um, but I pruned that down to maybe, a half a dozen groups like that I was genuinely connecting with people or learning from people. Um, I started really getting better at like what podcasts I was listening to because I didn't want to like overdo with the learning. So podcasts and YouTube channels, like being intentional, just where I was like getting information from and where I was meeting people. And so that kind of not having all that noise really made me realize where my attention could be best spent and that's how I was still able to kind of connect with people so I didn't really feel like I was missing out because I chose to listen to design and style podcast I found design and style group and fast forward now I'm at high point (laughs) I probably would have never known you guys if I was still like just hopping around on Instagram or Mm -hmm. hopping around wherever so that thing that was the biggest lesson that I wasn't really missing out because now I had to take a breather and really decide what makes the most sense for where I need to be. And I think that's, that's one of the things that a lot of people tend to skip. They think they have to be all of the places and they don't realize that they need to figure out what's best for them, their business and their audience. Because being away, that really, I guess forced for lack of a better word, that forced me to really define my niche. And I really like, I couldn't be everywhere because literally I had made that commitment to myself. So I couldn't, even if I wanted to. So it was like, okay, who am I trying to talk to? What do they want to hear? Like those questions that you're probably, I guess, usually scared to ask or don't know how to answer. I had no choice. And so where I thought I was going to have a lot of FOMO, I didn't. 
um, because I realized like I was still able to pitch people the old fashioned way via email, you know, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And as opposed to just sliding in someone's DM, I was doing it the old fashioned way with a PDF and an email address, you know, so I, I didn't miss out on anything. And in coming back, I realized exactly where I want to be mm-hmm. and how I want to be there. So even Facebook, you know, I knew exactly how I was going to use it coming back. Instagram, Twitter, like all those things, because that time away made me realize the role that each one could play since I had already defined all those other things that I wanted to do. Uh, you know what's crazy, LB? I didn't even know until right at the very end when you mm-hmm. kept saying, my hiatus is almost over. I didn't <laughs> even know that you worked on social. <laughs> I was like, what is she talking about? I didn't realize until you just explained it to us that you were just on it in that way, you know, because I mean, we didn't see a ton of you, but I, we, you know, we got to engage, mm-hmm. right? And so I did not realize that. I, I honestly, I was like, is it for Lent? Is it for, you know, like right at the end, I was like, I, I don't know. I didn't, that is, a year is a long time. That's amazing. But it flew by. And I think that's because I didn't feel like I was missing anything. Yeah. If I was like, really like craving it, that year probably would have felt super long. But it, it, I feel like it just kind of blanked. But it was also like a busy year. Yeah. Um, so I think that was also what it is. Like I said, I was figuring out YouTube. And that, I took eight months out of the year just to figure out YouTube. Wow. <laughs> so, That's like, saying a lot. Eight, yeah. For eight months, I sat at like 30 subscribers. And I'm pretty sure they're actually 30 people I know in real life. Like my yeah. friends. Yeah. <laughs> And, yeah. But once I got it, I went from that 30 to 100 to 200. Wow. Um, figuring out my email list as people unsubscribe, people would subscribe because I was starting to kind of own my voice. So I, I spent a year of just getting better at branding pretty yeah. much. Mm-hmm. Becoming and so I think brand. that's why. It, exactly. And but that's now, why I, kind of I love the LB knows. I mean, the LB knows is... <laughs> I mean, it's a hashtag, it's a brand, it's a, yeah. it's a YouTube channel. Like, and now I'm just like, yeah, LB knows. Like, it's part of my language now. It's so crazy. And that's how it started. When, um, so when I officially decided to start my business, I just got laid off and I was walking home and I was brainstorming with one of my friends on my domain. I didn't know what it was going to be, but I was, I, I need to own the name of whatever I'm going to do. And he was like, well, what are people always saying to you? And so I literally just scrolled through all my texts. Like anytime people would ask me for advice and almost every other response would be, I'll be known. Like that's what people would say when I would like give them advice. And so I was like, well, I'm going to buy that. <laughs> and I bought that domain. I love it. That, I was like, that's going to be my business name. And that has, that's kind of what it was born out of because I would just, who's like free information and they're like oh, I'll be and here we are oh my gosh I, I I adore it I'm so happy that you honed that in because it's 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 going to evolve and I know that it's going to be I, you know you have so many fire things in the fire right now it's just amazing to watch and we just you're just so 
knowledgeable and creative with the things you do. You're always pushing, hacking, you know, I mean, I don't even, I don't even know. I can't even find the words right now, but you, it's just fun to see the things that you come up with and you're so generous with your knowledge and sharing it in our group. So we definitely want to acknowledge you for that because you really, you're really one of the members that, um, that we value because you're, you just share such great information. You're so smart. To be fair, we value all of them. No, no, but you know what I mean. I mean, Yes, no. We we you bring that extra layer to the table where you are always so helpful and knowledgeable and if one of, if somebody doesn't know, Elby knows. Elby knows. We'll be like I, 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 We don't know, but Elby does. I don't know everything, but I know where to find the answer. Yeah. Like yeah. that exactly. that much I've always known. I've been like that in school and like really just skating by on knowing how to find information like that is that is how I've gotten through life knowing mm -hmm, yeah. where to kind of stick around and find information and the other thing that taking a year off gave me it gave me time to decide which big ideas I needed to just let go of and which big ideas to birth like I have a whole Trello board oh of big oh, ideas yeah. Gosh, <laughs> you're in good we company. Compare, we should compare Trello boards. Oh my gosh! It's like I, I literally, I, I just I whole board. I called it my idea bank. So anytime an idea would pop in, I, I got to the point where just dumping them in there, and then I would go back and kind of just comb through. Like, no, this isn't for me. Or you know what? This needs time to marinate. And watching people, literally just people watching for a year, also. Mm -hmm. I realized which ideas were worth going forward with, which ideas maybe someone else is going to be better at executing, yeah, yeah and yeah. which ideas to just drop all together so and smart. back into the universe. And again, that kind of that level of clarity, which ideas were really going to serve me in the way that I want to show up. I'm, right. It's a little selfish. Like, what's going to make the most sense for me before it can make sense for anybody else? No, that's important. So that's selfish. selfish. I mean, that's yeah, we're running businesses, so we have to be, you know, le you know, kind of we're, we're lean businesses as well. So I think that's really yeah. smart. And I, I, I knew where I had to kind of pull back because outside of my business, I do have like a family and just a whole other life. And it's, I'm not a firm. I'm a solopreneur. So I definitely had to know where I had to pull back and where if I gave birth to something, I knew it could thrive without burning me out like I working for other people I burnt myself out and I refused to burn out working for myself like that was a big part of why I was like I need to hit reset and get clear and I'm back and I feel like everything is just firing off like at all cylinders and it's a fun overwhelming in a way like even just talking to you guys <laughs> I told my husband, it's so funny, those words, those exact words just came out of my mouth the other day when I was talking to my husband. I'm like, I am firing on all cylinders. It's funny because sometimes, you know, we have all have different arms of our businesses and sometimes this one, you know, kind of goes into, you know, I don't know, hiatus and then, you know, whatever. Um, right now, all of, all of my cylinders are firing and it feels good. It feels really yeah. good. Actually. It just, it feels like all these little seeds I've planted over the last couple of years are finally like they're having their spring, right. And they're coming up and blossoming. So that's like, yeah, the really garden neat. is finally starting to grow and yes. thrive and that's exactly 
the way I feel like I, me, a year ago, had a ton of ideas and they were all painfully overwhelming. Yeah. And now I don't have that pain mm-hmm. <laughs> pretty much. That yeah. was just kind of like an excitement because I got very clear on what's going to lead to the next thing, to the next thing, and so on and so forth. So it's a very exciting time. Yes. And I'm excited because I, I happen to know a couple of the things you have up your sleeve. So we're going to have to talk about that again soon. Yes. You'll have to be a reoccurring guest. Yes. Yes. Happily. <laughs> Happily. What and, are the, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, and even though I think being visible is, is one of those duh things, I never thought about visibility the way that I think about it now until meeting you ladies. Like the, the, those small tweaks that make you go from invisible to visible i i never and i I have a marketing background like my actual bachelor's degree is in advertising and pr but i was always the market research person on my team not surprising (laughs) so i didn't no one needed to see where the numbers came from they just needed to see the numbers so like you guys really just gave me a whole new way about how to think about how i'm showing up in my business so the timing of even just discovering design and style couldn't have been more perfect. Well, one of the things you did, and this is one of the things we tell people all the time, is you did one of our challenges, our Design Network Challenge. You got onto the platform, and you caught the eye of Jason Harris, who is the founder of the Design Network. And, you know, we have a lot of people that come to us and ask us, you know, they have a show they want to pitch. They want to, you know, they want mm-hmm. they want us to make the intro, right? And with, it's mm-hmm. just fine. But I just, I always say, hey, if you want his eye, go play, where, go play in his sandbox. He has a sandbox. <laughs> Go over there, you know, and I try to tell people, if you upload a video, he has sent me a message within a yes, minute of yes. me uploading a video saying, hey, cool, you know, I am like, he, that's where he it's is. It's his and baby. He wants his he baby. Keeps you on everything. It took me a while to realize that, like, I knew Furniture Land South was a family business, but it took me a while to realize that the design network is <laughs> yes. Yeah. A profile on Facebook, like this is Jason <laughs> Harris. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, this is, huh? And it was ironically, I knew of the Design Network maybe about a year before that, um, because I had been googling design therapy, which led me to Kelly Ellis. Kelly Ellis. Led me to the Design Network, mm-hmm. and, but I only knew the like the shows, so I had it like on my Apple TV, and I would just watch the shows while like I'm doing homework. And completely oblivious to the actual shopping and like that whole other side of it. So when you guys did the challenge, you kind of forced us to dig in <laughs> by, you know, telling us to do videos and uploads. And I was like, wait, I don't have to fight with SketchUp anymore. Wait, I don't have to. Huh. <laughs> and, and I love to tinker and I got to tinkering and it is my new best friend. Oh my gosh. I love that you just explained the thread that you were Googling design therapy. Mm -hmm. You found Kelly Ellis. I mean, it led you to all these different things. You were just on, as of recording this, you were just on a panel 
sitting next to yes. Kelly, Ellis. Kelly Ellis doing a panel for the Design Network. I mean, it's like full it's circle. crazy, crazy full circle. And I was only Googling design therapy, not because I knew of it. I literally, I wanted a name for my consultation and mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure I wasn't going to get sued. Right, right, <laughs> of course, her. of course. And I saw that she didn't own the copyright. So I was like, <laughs> okay, so I can still use it. But then I, I was just reading all the information on her, got her book, and then again, TDN and so on and so forth. Excuse me, so on and so forth. And now we're full circle. And I was sitting next to her not even a week ago. It was amazing. I wish people, if you're listening on iTunes, I wish you could watch it on YouTube because Elvie's yeah, face, to. like, it. it's glowing right now. And I remember telling my husband, who was on the panel, because I showed him the flyer, and he recognized Kelly's face because I have her book. Yeah, and yeah. And he was like, don't you have her book? But he didn't know, like, much about the book. He was like, yeah. is one of your professors? I was like, no, I bought that book on Amazon. <laughs> Because he doesn't oh know what he's, he's in, like, a whole other world right. um, not related to design. I was like, no, I actually made a purchase on Amazon for that book. That was not a school book. And, but it was really, like, not even thinking in the terms of being a designer on TDN the way her and other designers are. This was, I love technology, and I love technology yeah. that makes my life easier. So I just was ready to dive in head first. Like, well, how can I make this fit my business model? And got to tinkering. And it, I, I never thought that the owner, for example, was one of the people just hanging out watching what's happening on his platform. But that, that was even an experience, again, that I can't imagine would have happened if I was just hanging out on Instagram, like all haphazard posting just to post or whatever the case is. Like that, in, again, that intention, I have to attribute all of that to just being intentional. That's perfect. I mean, that's just... I know, Dixie and I are like, oh, <laughs> <we're> so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy. We are um, just so excited to now that you're back from your hiatus, we're so excited to see what all the things we know you have big things planned, uh, and we know that you will be very successful at them because you're just you're just a uber talented person, and we're happy to be just a tiny part of your journey. <laughs>